WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Break the wall! Break down the walls! Anthony Rizzo is a douche. That was a dirty slide yesterday. The Pirates are soft. Rizzo didn't get knocked out his next time up. There was no retaliation whatsoever. But we already knew that about the Pirates. But the real jerk of that little drama yesterday was the Cubs manager, Joe Madden. Madden says Rizzo's slide was a perfect play and said fans are being taught the wrong thing. Today, when MLB said the slide was illegal, Madden said, well, Diaz has to move away from the plate more, but he'll learn what he's doing. Really, really condescending. But that's par for Joe Madden's course. Joe Madden has always been a condescending dink. He has won exactly once. One World Series. It was in Chicago. It was the first time the Cubs won in a million years. So, yeah, everybody's going to remember. But once is still only once. And Joe Madden acts like he's Connie Mack or Sparky Anderson. Like he's Abner Doubleday, like he invented baseball. Remember his clack about plantar fasciitis with Young Ho Gung when the Cubs hurt him? Joe Madden is just an ass. I wish somebody would throw at Madden or take Madden out with a slide. So, hey, Joe Madden, guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Martz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Dial 412-333. Excuse me. Dial 412-367-0815. For all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Joe Madden is spelled M-A-D-D-O-N. Not M-A-D-D-E-N. Not that I am immune to being condescending. As I mentioned a moment ago, Joe Madden said that Diaz has to learn to get away from the plate. He said that today, even when MLB said that Diaz did the right thing and Rizzo did the wrong thing. Matthew Pulley of NBCSports.com just tweeted, Shame on you, Joe Madden. I get paying lip service to defend your player, even if he's in the wrong. But this is ridiculous, especially if you actually go and look at how far Diaz was away from home plate. Guy's an ass. Going to act like an ass. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. You know, it's funny. uh, Vegas obviously has sold out every game this year, and they're going nuts out there. Big screen, outdoor crowd. I know they're having viewing parties, like at all the casinos with big screens that are drawing a tremendous amount of people. But so now people are calling Vegas Hockey Town. Remember when Detroit used to be Hockey Town? Well, now they got empty seats. You know why? Because they're not so good. The key to being Hockey Town is selling out when you suck. And I'd be the first to admit that ain't happened here in Pittsburgh. We're not Hockey Town. Vegas ain't Hockey Town. Smashville ain't Hockey Town. Detroit ain't Hockey Town. You know what's Hockey Town? Toronto and Montreal. They sell out all the time. I guess Chicago, too. Boston, I don't think, does. The Rangers do, but that's because they live in the biggest city anywhere. But whenever a a relatively untapped hockey market has a great season or a great playoff, we all start saying, what a great hockey town that's turned into, when the actuality is, boy, what a bandwagon town it's turned into. 
412-333-9939 is the number to call. Should the Pirates retaliate tonight? If so, how so? Is Nick Kingham in a bad spot? He's hardly been here. He got called up for AAA making this start. There's going to be a lot of tension. Should he be the one to even the score? Is that fair to Nick Kingham? We also talked about a few more basic pirate issues, but I think they have basic solutions, which are bench Polanco, play Meadows. Once Nova's off the DL, put him in the bullpen and let Kingham keep starting. Just play your best players. I think any pirate fan would be content if the pirates just played their best players. That is until they cut payroll even more to make even more money when the Pirates are still in playoff contention come the deadline, although they might not be. They're only three games over 500 now. Think about this. I'm going tomorrow night. I'll have a full report on Thursday. The Pirates are three games over 500. If they lose tonight and lose tomorrow night when I'm there, drinking and eating, and then they lose the night after that and just keep losing, I could be there the last night this season the Pirates are over 500. Tremendous. Brendan Schaefer, who covers St. Louis, the Cardinals, uh, he, he, he responded to Joe Mann's quote, which, by the way, MLB said the slide was illegal. And Madden said about Diaz, anyway, today, after the slide was declared illegal, quote, you have to teach proper technique, he has to get out further, unquote. And Brendan Schaefer writes, you can't make this up. No, seriously, not even in an Onion article would this stuff be believable. I would, I'd like to see Nick King just fire the first pitch off Madden's face right in the dugout. And you know what? If it seriously hurt him, I'd say, well, the manager has to be alert. Has to know when to get out of the way. What? I mean, seriously, he might be the biggest ass in sports. Name a bigger ass in sports. I mean, you have the obvious ones like the wife beaters and the and the assault and battery guys, but but just in terms of a guy, okay, how about this? Joe Madden is the biggest ass in sports without committing a crime. It's about right, right? Let's go to Skip in Cleveland. Skip, you're on with Double M. Good afternoon, Mark. I have a, a question and a statement about you uh, talking about the Pirates and Clint Hurdle being soft. A statement? Shouldn't your press secretary uh, have called us first? Right. Do you think that is any correlation with uh, Clint Hurdle's uh, strong Christian beliefs, the whole turn your turn the other cheek thing, or is there any anything he's preaching to the team? I didn't know he had strong Christian beliefs. Yeah, he certainly does. It would explain a lot because if you turn the other cheek in this life, you're a loser. Am I right Thank or you. wrong? You are you're absolutely right. You know what I mean? There's Christianity, then there's the competitive environment we live in, sports and otherwise. I mean, you know, if we're going to live strictly by the Bible, every soldier who ever kills somebody in a war goes to hell. Because he's violating the Ten Commandments, starring Charlton Heston. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? The real reason why it was dirty is because second base, 
most of the time, those middle infielders know they have somebody barren now. Oh, oh, we talked about that earlier, Virgil. You're right. With the middle infielder, you're facing the guy who's taking you out. And this Rizzo, was from the blind side yesterday at home plate. Yeah, and Rizzo was, in theory, an arm's length away, but it's Bush League. And, and now this is, this is from my experience what I, I believe happened. I don't ever think a manager it, mid-game, during game, right or wrong, ever goes to a pitching staff and says you need to put one in his back. In his no, ear, but, but you have to be aware of that if you're a major league pitcher. You have to be aware of the expectations. And apparently neither, neither uh, what's the guy's name, Clink? Right. What's his name? And here, it, well, well, the biggest thing is. Well, no, who were the two pitchers? Never... I'm not going to just, now I'm driving me nuts. Rich well, Rodriguez was the guy who didn't hit Rizzo, but who was the guy before that? Was it Clink? No, it was wasn't it Crick? Crick, yeah. I wish it was Clink. So I can say Clink, you will marry my sister Gertruda. Well, both those guys, like you said, Doesn't they've been it. around professional baseball enough that at the lower levels, that stuff and that mentality is taught to them. So shame on them. It shouldn't have to come from Hurdle. Nobody should have to, but but you know what, the hurdle has provided a passive environment where the Cubs have made the Pirates their bitch, am I right? Totally. And And, and Virgil, this ain't a one-time thing. Think of all the times that McCutcheon got hit. Remember when Aroldis Chapman hit Kutch with like a buck three right in the back and nobody retaliated? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Tonight, getting hit, though, you heard it here first. It'll happen. First at bat, no matter what. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I hope. But if that happens, what if Kingham gets thrown out? It's his, you know, it's his chance to prove himself. Well, he's had them and done it so far, and they sent him back down anyway. You know what fans shouldn't do? I'm going to tell right now, all you fans, if you're thinking of doing this, don't do it. If you get a foul ball, you should not fire it into the Cubs dugout. Under no circumstances are you to grab a foul ball and fire it in the Cubs dugout, aiming for Madden, who wouldn't be that hard to see in Target. He has that big shock of white hair and those, like, goofy dime store glasses. So do not, under any circumstances, grab a foul ball and drill Madden in the head with it in the dugout. I will not tolerate that. The Ushers will not tolerate that. The Pittsburgh Baseball Club will not tolerate that. And I don't care how good your aim is. I don't care how hard you can throw the ball. I don't care how successful you think you might be and be a hero to Pittsburgh if you were, really, because people would love to see that. Don't do it. Let's go to Joe in North Hills. Joe, you're on with Double M. Joe, you're on the air. Joe's not there. Remember that movie that came out, Red Army? Which we, we had, didn't we have that guy on the show? The guy who made a gay Polsky? Yeah, we did. It's really good. You know what's just as good? ESPN did one where they had Fatisov go back to Lake Placid 30 years after the miracle. Him and his daughter. And they talked to a bunch more Soviet stars, many more so than Polsky did. They talked to Mikhailov and uh, Petrov. That was the old big line. You young whippersnappers, actually, you're not that young anymore. You remember the KLM line. Krutev, Larionov, Makarov, uh, also known as the Red Army Five with Katsatonov and Fatisov behind it. But the first big Soviet line I got to see play was Petrov, Karlamov and uh, Mikhailov. Remember, Herb said that Mikhailov looked like Stan Laurel because he did look like Stan Laurel, but he could play, boy. He was really, really good. You know what's funny when you watch tape of the Russians in that game they lost the U.S.? 
I mean, speaking of coaches being welding power as opposed to trying to win, how can you take Trechak out of that game after one period when he's the best goalie in the world and by far the best goalie in the tournament? I mean, Mushkin didn't blow the game, but he let in two goals. Maybe Trechak doesn't. Okay, and and also, at the end of the game, they didn't pull the goalie, and the Soviets always beat you with their legs by rolling four lines. They cut down to two lines for like the last 15 minutes. And I remember, this was in the movie, and, and they got this right. Herb said, with like three minutes left, he looked down at the bench, and he said to Craig Patrick about taking off the coach, he doesn't know what to do. He's almost never in this position. 412-333-9939. We got Joe on hold. We'll get them in a minute. We want your opinion. Should the Pirates retaliate tonight? And I'm telling you, if you're an ex-high school pitcher, college pitcher, pro pitcher, maybe you throw darts at the bar, if you have unerring accuracy and a lot of velocity on the ball, do not grab a foul ball and fire it at Joe Madden's head. I will not tolerate that. You'll be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, even if I do feel the need to have you as a guest on the show the next day to expose you and your shame. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. He erupts, he clears his throat, says something meaningless. Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? I think it's a trick question. Lemmy is God. The X at 105.9. Okay, I don't want you to say what the Pirates should do. Because you'll all say they should hit Rizzo with the pitch. What do you think they will do? Here are your options. They hit him. They knock him down. I.e. pitch him so tight he has to go to ground. Brush him back a little bit. Or do absolutely nothing. Those are your four options. Nothing. Brush back a little bit, knock him down, make him leave his feet, or hit him. Let me throw a fifth option. Off the board, like somebody, you know, takes a shot at him at first base, confronts him. If they're going to do that, I think they would have done that yesterday. My pick is absolutely nothing. I think they're cowards. And don't get me wrong, I hate that tit-for-tat retaliatory brushback beanball stuff, just like I hate the retaliation culture of hockey. But if that's the culture, that's the culture, and you've got to be prepared to deal with it, and the Pirates never really do. And especially not against the Cubs. And that is even more galling. It seems whoever is the best team in the NL Central makes the Pirates their bitch. Case in point. Remember when Cincy had their good teams with Cueto and Aroldis and those guys? They used to hit the Pirates, bing, bang, boom, HBP brushed back one after the other, and the Pirates never retaliated. Now the best teams, the Cubs, same thing. Knockdown, brushed back, bad slides. They hurt Gung, tried to hurt Diaz, and the Pirates never retaliate. They just don't. You know, you got to give credit to, and somebody will probably think of an example to prove me wrong, but the Cardinals never do that crap. They really are what they say they are, which is an incredibly classy organization. The Cardinals do not do stuff like that. They just don't. 
That's one place where I'd still like to see a baseball game in St. Louis. I went there when was it? One or two years ago to see Liverpool play a friendly at the Cardinal Stadium. I really like St. Louis. Hadn't been there for years. That was a really good time. My next trip is 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 uh, Newark, and yeah, that'll be fun. At the uh, end of ne- end of June to see White Snake, the White Snake Foreigner Jason Bonham tour, which I'll be seeing a bunch of times, including at uh, uh, Key Bank Pavilion. I'm going to uh, the Big House in Ann Arbor to see Liverpool and Man United. That should be terrific. And I'll be in Chicago the very next day to see Paul Rogers. So uh, I got some stuff going on. Although, boy, I'll tell you, next year, got to go see UFO in the UK. My best trip I ever had, I mean this very sincerely, one of my favorite trips. Within five nights, well, Saturday afternoon and three nights, within five days, I saw the following. I saw UFO perform in Liverpool. I saw UFO perform in Manchester, UK. I saw Liverpool play the Champions League game on Wednesday. I saw Liverpool play at home in the league on Saturday. That's like a dream for me to see those things in such close proximity, both geographically and time-wise. Maybe it can happen again one more time. Let's go to Ray in the truck. Ray, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Are you crazy? You can't put a body on a man's head. Are you nuts? But but I didn't put a body on a man's head. I never said that. <laughs> oh, you're the best. That that just brings me. That's a long sport, though. Yeah, I'm glad one of us thinks it's funny. Not me. We talked about Yoey's article at The Athletic where he says that it's, Kessel's been a pain in the ass to every coach who's ever handled him, and that's true. But again, I'm working on a column tomorrow for the Trib where I talk about some of Sully's flaws, which which namely the stubbornness this year to try to artificially create balance with Kessel, Malkin, and Crosby on different lines. It just didn't work with the personnel they had. It couldn't work. They got lucky back in 16 when they had the HBK line that Hagelin and Benino produced way over their heads in the playoffs. And that was kind of a coming out year for Sherry in the playoffs. And you could play him with Crosby, and he didn't kill you. But but they just don't have that circumstance or that personnel anymore. And Sully tried to duplicate that too hard this year, when in 17 it was Kessel and Malkin playing together, and they won the Cup. The Penguins are more of a traditional model team now. They need to have a... Top two lines with the best players. And then the third line will be kind of a threat with Broussard. And the fourth line will be anchored by Sherry. You could put together, I'd go with, with Gensel, Crosby, and Hornquist. If you trust Zach Aston Reese, then Zach Aston Reese, Kessel, and Malkin. If not Hagelin, but I'd rather have Hagelin, uh, Rust, and Broussard as the third line. And I know that doesn't leave room for Sprong, but maybe there's not yet room for Sprong unless somebody goes to a scoring slump. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I feel bad for Pirate fans because your team is a bunch of cowards, a bunch of dirty yellow dogs, 
and you're too scared to talk about it. Which is why no one's caught up to discuss this literally all day. I'm sure you call the B team because they'll reinforce your notion that, yeah, the Pirates, they're going great, going to make the playoffs, what an organization, blah, blah, blah. They're a bunch of dirty yellow dogs. It trickles down from the manager. The Cubs have made them their bitch. And I'm going to witness it all tomorrow night in person and what fun I will have. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Mark? Yes? I have a crush on you. What a gutless bitch the Hebrew hammer is. We can read. What a bubblehead. The X at 105.9. Uh, Joshua points out via Twitter that uh, the HBK line came together by accident, which is true. The line was supposed to be Haglin, Malkin, and Kessel, but then Malkin got hurt, Benino stepped in, and the line clicked, and things went from there. But, uh, you know, let's look at that now as the fluke it was and put a top six together. And then, like I said, a third line of Haglin, Benino, and Rust. Benino. Haglin, Brassard, and Rust is a real good third line. Really good third line. You see, I just don't know where you fit Sprong in unless you get rid of Rust. But then Sprong's not a third line type of player. You draw Pornquist the third line, then you're asking, I don't know, that, that's tough. That's tough. I'm a Sprong fan, but that's tough, which is why they're going to look to trade Kessel because then it's easier to fit Sprong in. Seriously. Don't think that's not part of what they're thinking. Then again, Sullivan doesn't like Sprong either. You know, I'm a big Sully guy. can't be about who the coach likes and doesn't like. It's not supposed to be an easy job. It just isn't. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. By the way, um... I saw a lot of celebrating on Twitter when Trump backed on the NFL and made them put in this goofy policy where the people who kneel, the protesters, will be identified and shamed but won't have their platform anymore. That's what happened. They'll be identified and shamed for staying in the locker room, but they won't have their platform in front of the camera and in front of the crowd unless their owner tells them it's okay to go for it, which the New York Jets CEO already has. So, so the right is celebrating that. Meanwhile, today, the left is celebrating Roseanne Barr getting fired from her ABC show while the show being canceled. I thought, by the way, they just continued the show and called it Dan. Like, the Roseanne character gets killed, and they just have it based around uh, John Goodman. Then again, I'm sure Roseanne owns the rights to all those characters. But anyway, so so the the left is celebrating because Roseanne got fired because she you know said some terrible racist things. They were terrible. But now, moving forward, there's going to be an extreme reaction every expected every time somebody does anything to piss anybody off, right or left, because of what happened with these two instances. And if you think that's good, well, we'll see how you feel about it after it keeps happening. Another thing, too, I want to throw out there. Morgan Freeman apparently sexually harassed some women, and that's terrible. Just like it's terrible with Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, these, these guys are just animals. It's terrible. Am I led to believe that a woman has never exercised her position of power in a similar fashion? Ever. It's never happened. Because the way, you know, I look at the lineup of those who have violated the hashtag Me Too, you know, thingy, and, and there's no women. No women is, woman has ever used her power to pursue untoward goals, be it sex or whatever. It's never happened. 
because I find it hard to believe it's never happened. At the very least, Jennifer Aniston did it in Horrible Bosses. Let's go to John in the sauna. John, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Mark, I couldn't agree with you more with your use of the word gutless about the Pirates. When when they used to beam McCutcheon consistently. Well, they didn't no beam him, did but anything. they hit him in the back. Yeah, like when Chapman drilled him with a 103-mile-per-hour fastball in the back. I always wondered why, in batting practice, McCutcheon didn't just practice letting the bat slip out of his hands and hit that little cage in front of the practice pitcher so the other team could see that. It yeah, that, that, know. that's dumb, but go ahead. What else you got? No, I mean, I, I just thought... No, know, no, that's it, dumb. So do you have anything else, or we'll just wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Good, see you later. I mean, once I say it's dumb, it's dumb. And it's time to move on. Uh, like I said earlier in the program, what bothers me the most about the Pirates after that slide yesterday is the player and coach are fighting in the dugout. Sean Rodriguez says the players need to have each other's backs. They had a closed-door meeting after the game. All it is is blah, 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 blah. They're trying to convince themselves they aren't cowards. What they should try to do is convince themselves that they should kick some ass and stand up for themselves. That's what the Pirates should be doing, but all it is is blah, 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 blah. I wrote a blog about that. You can check it out today on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. But um, as the last real Pirate fan, because I just wanted to win, as the last real Pirate fan, I stress that they're the Cubs' bitch. And they need to be, I don't want to say aggressive, but they need to stand up for themselves when it's clear that they should. And yesterday it was clear that they should, and they didn't. And Stan, Stan was so right when he said, if you do it yesterday, then it's over. But now it's like the, the Sharks and the Jets today. It's like the Bloods and the Crips. It's going to be tense, and it shouldn't be. And that's not fair to Nick Kingham, the young guy starting on the hill for the Pirates today. Uh, on Outside the Lines today, Bob Lay, who's tremendous on ESPN, had Keith Olbermann on, and he was talking about hockey. I've never heard Keith Olbermann talk about hockey before. And he was saying that now teams will trade McDavid for eight second-line players because of what the Knights did. I don't think so. I think this Knights thing is a perfect storm. It was actually good commentary by Keith, but he used to like like pay zero attention to hockey whatsoever when he hosted SportsCenter. When he could be brought to talk about it, he acted like it smelled bad. And, and like I said earlier, ABC canceled the Roseanne show because Roseanne made a racist crack on Twitter. Keith Olbermann on a daily basis calls Trump an effing Nazi traitor. Effity FF, lots of F-bombs in his tweets. Keith Olbermann also works for ABC. They own ESPN, Disney Corporation. Disney, Disney, Mickey Mouse, Snow White, Seven Dwarves, all that crap. They employ somebody who goes on Twitter every day and calls the president. If you don't like him or, or, or like him, he's the president either way. This employee of Disney calls the president an effing Nazi traitor. And, like, tweets similar stuff to his wife and kids. I'm sorry, that is equally loony 
to what Roseanne did. So we know which side the Disney companies picked, which given, I mean, go online, Google Walt Disney personal habits. Woo! Woo! He had some odd ones. And when I say odd, I don't necessarily mean criminal. 412-333-9939. Now it's time to ask Mark anything. And I do mean anything. You can ask me anything you like about anything you like. And I'm still I should have put up a poll today on, on, on the webpage. Do you think the pirates will retaliate tonight? And if so, how so? You can still answer that now. Or you can ask Mark anything. Just dial 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. You're like, what the hell? Hey, Mark. Hey, what? Super genius, big fan. It's Ringling Brothers time. DX at 1059. When you watch the Pirates tonight and they don't throw at Anthony Rizzo, when you watch the Pirates tonight and they don't confront Anthony Rizzo, when you watch the Cubs take liberties with the Pirates like they always do, and when you hear Joe Madden talk down to the Pirates and about the Pirates and nobody in black and gold does a damn thing about it, just remember, Old Yeller ain't no dog. How about all the Roseanne reruns have now been pulled from Paramount, from TV Land, and CMT? Oh, my God. Usually the Roseanne reruns alternate with that 70s show reruns on Laugh TV. Two hours Roseanne, two hours 70s show. How will they handle that? I'm in the last season of that 70s show on, on Laugh TV. That's the late night uh the late night outlet. I've seen the last season like 15 times. And it's the worst season by far. No Eric. It's not time to ask Mark anything. Ask me anything you like about anything you like by dialing 412-333-WXDX. It's brought to you by Chipino Restaurant and Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and chop house. And it's located in the Strip. It's the home of the Super Genius Burger, so check out Chapino. This ought to be good. Let's go to Julian in the car. Julian, you're on with Double M. Good day, sir. Right. Mark, when's the last time you've seen Sarah Flaviana? Uh, I've not seen her in person for over a year. I've seen recent pictures. She has the best body in America right now. I would agree. I saw her two months ago in Cleveland. She well, said to say hello. Oh, yeah. I, I I tell her I refuse to chase her around anymore. What was she doing in Cleveland? Working with her girlfriend. Was she dancing? Too. Yes. In Cleveland? At Christie's. Oh, that explains a lot. That explains all the strip pictures she sends me when she's not stripping around here. That said, she used to strip in Vegas. We're talking about Sarah Flaviano the North Allegheny High School bolt-on stripper queen. She worked in Vegas where the competition is thick and she made huge money out there. I'm serious. She has the best body in America right now. She got huge new plus twos and she lost weight. 
best body in America. Let's go to Chico in Catanning. Yo, Chico. Ask Mark anything, yo. Hey, Mark. Uh, over the weekend, I saw Casino for the first time, and I kind of noticed that they used the word jag off a lot. And I was not, not a lot, but, but Joe Pesci's character uses it. Yeah, well, my question was, I was wondering if you think that they say the word jag off in other cities besides just Pittsburgh. I have never heard anybody use the word jag off outside of Pittsburgh in the movie Casino. How well, I've heard Pittsburghers and other, I've heard Pittsburghers use the word on, you know, TV or wherever, but, but there has to be an affiliation with Pittsburgh, and Joe Pesci's character, uh, what was his name in the movie? It was based on Tony Spilatro, the mobster. Right. Well, right, but but that character is from Chicago, so he should not have used the word Jagoff, and I think should be thrown out of the movie. That should be edited out of DVD versions of the movie. Let's go to Jeff on the Parkway. Jeff, ask Mark anything. Double M. Who makes the best chicken salad, crispy or grilled? You mean like a salad with chicken on it? Yep. I'm not sure I would characterize any I've had as the best. Southside has a couple. Oh, wait, no. Chupka's has the one named after me. That Yeah, technically, oh, that, that's buffalo that's, chicken. But, yeah, that kind. So that's the best one, the Mark Madden salad. It's Chupkas. too big. I tried it. I couldn't it is, It's huge, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yeah. Okay, I, when you said, see, that's breaded. Yeah. So, so I, but, but that is great. It's the, it's the best chicken salad. Uh, Trupka's Mark Madden salad. I'll tell you another interesting one. Have you ever had the Southwest chicken salad at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? No. Not bad. Definitely try that. Let's go to Keith in Monroeville. Keith, ask Mark anything. The Me Too movement was. I was wondering if you had heard about that uh, politician in California. She was accused of harassing a number of men on her staff. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, and ironically, she was a big activist in the Me Too movement. It was in the media briefly, and it just fell out. I just was wondering if he knew anything about it. I did not, but that's interesting. But, but I think it happens all the time, and we just never hear about it. And it's not for sex. It's just for maybe more power. But, like, I'm being asked to believe that a woman has never leveraged her power for untoward gain. Oh, it happened to me, Mark, when I was young, when I was 22. A boss in her 40s did it, but you're not going to say anything. You feel embarrassed, you know, people are going to call you a sissy. Yeah, I just put up with it. I dealt with it, you know, but I think but, it happened so you were, a lot. you were forced to have sex with this woman? No, 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 no. But, I mean, she would put her hands on me. She would say things to me all the time that I knew if I did that to her, I'd, I'd have been history, you know, but I just, I had to put up with it, you know. I never told anybody. Well, I'm sorry for your situation. Let's go to uh, Daniel and Elizabeth. Daniel, ask Mark anything. Hey, Super G, I'm going to Orlando next week, and I wanted to see if you ever did one of those crocodile airboat tours, and if not, what else? What do you think? No. I, I don't remember the last time I was in Orlando. I was probably in Orlando a couple times for wrestling. I think Hulk Hogan has a restaurant there, brother. Go to that. I'll check. Cool, I'll check it out. Thanks. Tell him I said, hey, brother. <laughs> Let's go. We got leaves the line open. Four one two three 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 WXDX to ask Mark anything. Aaron in the car. Aaron, ask Mark anything. Thanks. What's Mark, up? Uh, what are your three favorite horror movies? And if you don't like horror, what's your favorite three movies in general? Well, no, I I like horror movies. Uh, 
It depends what you mean by horror movies, though. The best horror movie ever done is The Exorcist. The Exorcist? It is the best horror movie ever done. Does The Purge count as a horror movie? Uh... Let's, what, what's your three favorite slashers, like Friday the 13th, Halloween? I don't like those kind of movies. The Exorcist okay. is ten times better, a hundred times better, than any of the movies you just mentioned. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Ryan and Robinson. Ryan, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Hi, Ryan. Uh, we all know that you're the best sports personality in Pittsburgh. That's oh, correct. Who's second, who's second and third, if you would mind telling me? Uh, I rank myself first, second, and third. How about fourth? Well, now you're kind of dragging it out a little bit, aren't you? To quote, who sang that song? Who was the bald chick? Oh, Sinead O'Connor, like like Frank Sunscar. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to me. I think I lost the uh, melody there a little bit, but you get the drift. Let's go to Dave. I, I always hate that, like, great people behind me, although everyone clearly is behind me. But every, I think you know who I like. I mean, Ben's is real good. I like Colin Dunlap. I mean, Chris Muller. I don't, you know, feel the need to, like, it feels like grading my friends because I'm friends. Like, I always hesitate to designate somebody my best friend because, A, that's so junior high, and, B, that what about all your other friends? Are they, like, chopped liver? Let's go to Dave and Cranberry. Dave, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, do you think that uh, Sluggo's bar will be negatively impacted now that gambling is uh, legal in Pennsylvania, or soon to be? I think Sluggo's bar has been negatively impacted by the fact that the Hebrew Hammer is banned from the program. Let's go to Andy downtown. Andy, ask Mark anything. I need some advice. 48-year-old Wild Cougar? Or 23-year-old shy, shy, innocent, but I said 23. Which way do I go? How innocent? Well, I had the appetizer, just haven't had the full course yet. How hot is she? Very. She's just cute. She's timid, but the cougar, well, she just knocks my socks off. Go with the cougar. Let's go to Jeff and Overbrook. Jeff, ask Mark anything. Hey, do you think Rodriguez should put a Cubs hat on one of them water coolers and beat it up tonight? <laughs> now that we finally, after all these years, something funny. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Steve in Westview. Steve. Steve, ask Mark anything. Yeah, Mark. Recently you brought up Steve Winwood's name in Ask Mark Anything Conversations a week or two ago. I was talking about, I was talking about Blind Faith. Right. And I'm just curious, as a solo artist, uh, what are your impressions and opinions of him as a vocalist and a musician? Well, I don't do impressions. But, but, <laughs> I know uh, that. I, I'm not, I'm not, I gotta be blunt, I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, what's his career highlight? Low Spark of High Heeled Boys? You would know better than I, Mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I mean, he had that kind of, you know, that kind of, you know, I, I just don't like him. Doesn't mean he's not good, I just don't think he's any good. <laughs> Just not your cup of tea, huh? No, he sucks. Steve Winwood sucks. That's the bottom line. The Pirates will do nothing and like it. 105.9 X.